The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. <coughs> any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Welcome to Autism Live. I'm Shannon Penrod, and I'm here with a dear friend. And I don't know that we've ever had you. We certainly have never had you in this studio before. I'm, uh, we had to have had you on the show before. Yes, long time uh, ago. Long time ago. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here with Gabriella, and I'm going to slaughter her last name, Tessier. <laughs> How close? I did it before. You did a great no, job. Say it. Tessier. Tessier. Okay. I have to have her say it to me every time. Uh, but she is fabulous and beautiful. If you guys don't know her, I don't know where you've been. She's an <laughs> Emmy award-winning journalist. Uh, she is the morning anchor on Univision. Yes. Uh, she is an amazing, I don't know how you, I, I, I use the words pony. I say that I'm the parent of a neurodiverse individual. Uh-huh. What words do you use to describe yourself and your I, relationship to autism? Well, I, I, I am a mom of a kid with autism, yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Uh, great words. They're, they're all, they're all, but I say pony because I, 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 I don't have a ponytail and I'd like to have a ponytail. So it makes me feel like I have a ponytail. I don't know why. Uh, but I needed something short. Uh-huh. Pony. Parent of uh-huh. neurodiverse individual. Interesting. I don't know. I sometimes call me, people refer to me as an autism mom. I think yes. we call ourselves that too. Right? I did for a lot of years and then I had a mom come up to me and say, could you stop? And Mm -hmm. I said, why? And she said, because I'm actually on the spectrum, Mm -hmm. and I'm a mom. So Ah. when I refer to myself as an autism mom, I'm talking about myself being a mom. And and she was like, but I can't because, you know, Mm -hmm. you've stolen that. And and I, and I, I, in the moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to stop saying that. But then Mm -hmm. I had to find other words, and they're long. You know, I I do understand her point. Yeah. And I do understand the point of a lot of people and the conversation about is it a person with autism or is it an autistic person? We've had lots of conversation about that on on, on, uh, social media. Um, But I have to say that most of all, most of all, I think we need to be understanding, forgiving, flexible, Mm -hmm. and kind to each other. So... You know, whatever you choose, pony, love pony. And this is why she's an Emmy Award-winning <laughs> journalist, you guys, because you can create world, pers- I, world peace. I didn't know until I was, because I've known you for many years. You're on the board of Autism Care Today, mm-hmm. and that's how I got to meet you mm-hmm. and, and grew to love you, which oh, takes seven seconds because you're amazing. Uh, but I didn't know that you are known particularly for talking about environmental issues, yeah. reporting on those. So I have newfound respect and can't oh, wait to talk to you, you about all of that because yeah. heaven knows we need to be talking about the environment, right? Yeah, for uh, years we have, been, we have been doing this, yeah. And I want to say our dear friend Alicia says hola. Oh, hi, hello, Alicia. So Very nice to see you. She's a regular viewer of our show. and Muchos, uh, muchos saludos. Yes. Buenos dias. And wait till you hear because there's so many things we're going to be talking about today with Gabriella, but uh, one of the things that we have to talk about is that you're getting ready to start hosting oh. a new show on the Autism Network 
Tell them what the name of that show is. Es Autismo y Comunidad. Y el chiste es que eh, con Autismo y Comunidad queremos lograr traer toda esta información que Shannon por tanto tiempo también ha traído con Autism Life a español y poder hablarlo y discutirlo en nuestros términos. Eh, no es solo el idioma, es también la forma cultural como nosotros nos referimos a nuestras familias con autismo. So what I What I said is, um, it's not only about speaking about or talking about autism in Spanish. It's about also understanding our cultural nuances and, and, and everything that we do and the way we address the situation in our families. Because, yes, of course, uh, autism spectrum is autism spectrum. And as you know, you have never met two people with autism. You've only met one person with autism at a time. Same thing happens with the Latino community. We are very diverse. We're very inclusive. We're very understanding of each other and respectful of each other. And we need to absolutely uh, talk about topics that... Yeah. That, that portray us in our language. Absolutely. So how exciting for us that Gabriela is going to be doing that for us. We've got some amazing experts and guests already lined yes. up that are uh, so proud to be a home for that to happen. Uh, okay. So, so wonderful. Uh, I, I kind of jumped the gun and didn't talk a little bit about the fact that we're live right now on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, and about a dozen other places. Our fabulous Chris Desmond will show you some of the different ways that you can be watching us live, some of the ways that you can be tuning in when we're not live, because we are a podcast. This show will be available later on today. Of course, all of our shows, uh, the video and sound, go directly to YouTube, and we have a library of videos that's now in its 14th year, which for us, that's amazing. And you can be searching by topic on YouTube. But we're also very excited about the fact that so many of you are connecting with the audio podcast. That's available wherever you get your podcasts. It's a free download. We do like to tell you there, the, the show, we try to make everything we do for free because we understand the battle of, you know, you've got a lot of things that you need to be paying for and you need to get good information. It does cost us something, though, to make the show. So... When you download the podcast or when you're watching us on YouTube, you will see that there are advertisements uh, that are a part of the show, and we hope that you'll embrace that because that's how we keep it free for you. Now, some of you have written to us over the years and said, well, I'd like to download the podcast. I subscribe to the podcast, but I'd like to get it for, you know, a small cost and not have advertisements because I'm in a hurry, I'm in the car, I, I don't want to have to fast forward, whatever. You are able to do that now, too. We heard you, we listened to you, and for those of you who choose to, You can subscribe uh, and pay a small amount, $5 a month, by going to glow.fm slash autism live. And when you do that, it'll cost you $5 a month. It's actually cheaper if you buy it for the year's subscription. You will automatically not only get the Autism Live podcast, but you also get Ask Dr. Doreen as part of that cost, and it will all be ad-free. So if that is your thing and you'd like to get it ad-free, you certainly can uh, for a small cost. Uh, but again, if you are like me and you like to listen to your podcast for free, that's available for you as well wherever you get your podcast. So uh, Alicia says, gracias, si se puede. Yeah, that's what we always say here on the show. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to let you read because I'm going to slaughter oh, it. I okay. can understand much, most Spanish, but I can't okay. speak. Okay. Okay. Una gran ayuda para nuestra comunidad. Gracias, Shannon and Gabriela. So, thank you, Shannon and Gabriela. It's a big help for our community. Yeah. Sí, definitivamente lo necesitamos también en español porque el autismo no, no respeta lenguas, culturas, fronteras. So. 
I usually understand about eight tenths of what I hear in Spanish. I was actually I was born in Puerto Rico, uh -huh. um, and so I, I had Spanish around me very young. Then uh, my my dad was stationed there. We came back to the states, and of course I lost most of that. I then, you know, in high school, I majored in New York. You have to major in something in high mm -hmm. school. I majored in Spanish. Oh, and I was considered nice. bilingual for seven seconds. And then if, <laughs> if you don't use it, you lose it. But I can <laughs> That's hear. True. But I can hear. Uh, it's very interesting to me. I can be someplace and I pick up most sense, but I cannot speak it anymore. It, my brain. I'm I used sure. to dream in Spanish. I don't anymore. Really? If you it's practice sad. it, it will come back. Do you think? I, no, I know. I know. We can do that. And it's important. Para nuestros niños con autismo, eh, ojo, un pequeño, un pequeño granito aquí de una vez eh, de, de información. No es necesario hablarles solo en un idioma. Los niños con autismo también pueden ser bilingües, trilingües y más. So, children with autism can also learn more than one language. So, Don't ever think and don't ever let anybody tell you that you should speak only to one language at one language to a child with autism. So I agree with that wholeheartedly. Yeah. When their brains are really, really plastic and, and you know, put as much language in there as you can. Mm -hmm. uh, we've seen kids, I feel like this is a thing across the board that um, people say, oh, no, it has to only be in one language. And I find that so disappointing, especially when we've, we've seen how many years of data And we see a lot, like there was one mom who wrote into us, I don't know how many years ago, and she said, my child really wants to learn Chinese. And, and should I not do that? Oh, and wow. we said, no, if he really wants to, like, why would you get yes. in the way of that? And it actually helped him with English. Of course, of course. There's a lot of scientific evidence about that. Yeah. And we can, we can talk about it forever. But, yes, there is enough scientific evidence to say that once you learn two languages, the rest come in so easily. And so, and if you're good with languages, you're good with music, you're good with math. So, learning languages opens up um, your, or part of your brain, a chamber of your brain that makes you only better. Yeah. I love that. So, uh, when you're doing Autismo e Comunidad and when mm -hmm. you're thinking about doing this, I know that one of the guests that um, we've already had come in and, and we've shot a little bit with uh, is the fabulous Dr. El Evelyn Garcia. Mm -hmm. what, what kinds of things are exciting to you that you really want to get involved in with that show? What are you thinking about? Well, one of the main things that we need to, to, to tackle immediately is uh, the stigma. The stigma that a person with autism is a lesser person. And we as immigrants in this country and as Latinos and also as Spanish speakers in so many places of the earth, we know that We don't usually, we, at least in the United States, we don't, we don't get the credit that we deserve. All right? So let's put it that plainly, uh, simple, without getting into politics and the rest of the stuff. But let's understand that in this country, people that are immigrants, speaking Spanish or whatever, do have rights. And are kids with autism, too. So that's one of the things that we need to tackle immediately. Because one of the things that I found, Shannon, is that a lot of Latino families don't want to even acknowledge that their kids have autism just out of fear that it's going to cost a ton of money to give them services. And in this country, thank God and thank to this, thanks to this country and thanks to all of our taxes, we get services and our children get therapies and get accommodations thanks to the fact that they're in this country and that we as parents are 
helping this country out. So yeah. I would say that is the first thing that I want to tackle. The second thing that I, want, that I would love to tackle is the fact that, there, um, th that we are different when it comes to our disabilities. We also have it internally. The cultural thing is who failed, just like every other culture has it as well. Yeah. I don't know, but we have it very deep in our roots also to think that something went really, really wrong and we've been punished in somehow, in some way. So I think that science helps us out to remove that away, yeah. right? And to understand that this is a situation that was out of our hands and, and that we have to live with it and that we, more importantly, we can do something to make it better immediately. There's so many things that we can do. And one of them is to bring Evelyn Garcia, who's a fantastic bilingual um, um, therapist, psychologist, actually more psychologist than a family therapist. And I mean, I, I don't know how many titles she has, uh, but she's, she's amazing. She's brilliant. She's a fantastic person. And more importantly, she understands our culture, Latino cultures all across the board, and she has a heart of gold. There you go. And I think that that pretty much sums up what she is about and the way that she addresses these issues that are so personal, yeah. that can hurt you really, really deep inside. She addresses all this with so much love and care mm -hmm. that I love hearing her. And she and she's she's stern. She's firm when she needs yeah. to be. Yes. So, you know, be careful. Here she comes, right? Yes. Yeah. Now, we talked about the fact that both of us identify, in, in our own words, as, as parents of individuals on the spectrum. And um, I just wondered if you would, I, I don't want to encroach on if it's private, because I know now our kids are older, and uh, there are some times when I, when I have to catch myself and go, oh, ask him. And I don't have him here to ask, so I'm asking you, but you decide what you want to say about what your choices were early on, because people don't know what therapies you did. Mm -hmm. What did you choose to do? I know, of course. Uh, I will tell you, hands down, first and foremost, the one thing that I know helped my son out of the weeds at the worst moments is behavior intervention. I swear by behavior intervention. Just recently I came across one of those other posts on, on social media that was talking about how behavior intervention doesn't work. And I said, wait, you're taking it from this point and you're not seeing all this other evidence. And I do understand, again, you're talking about when you get to a crisis, then behavior intervention goes out the window. Yeah, that's why there is behavior intervention, to avoid the crisis to begin with. Yeah. So let's start off, let's take a few steps back and see how we're going to avoid getting there. And that's where I swear by behavior intervention. They offered me speech, um, physical therapy, some of, uh, occupational therapy. I tell you, I let everything out to make room for the hours of behavior intervention. Amen. And did, so I'm guessing then that you did it intensively. Yeah. Yeah, it was very intensive. At that point, it was 40 hours a week. Yeah. So that's a full-time job. And how old was your son when you started that? A little shy of three. Yeah. And I know that there are people hearing that and going, <gasps> because that's, that's young, and to do 40 hours that young. But I do want to say that we started when um, he had just turned three when we started uh, – and we didn't start a 40-hour program right away. We ramped up. We started with a 30 and ramped mm -hmm. to the 40. 
but so often now I read things and listen I love the conversation let's talk forever mm -hmm. because if we're talking about keeping kids safe and having them preserve their self-esteem there's no end to the conversation I want to have that and if you feel that your child's self-esteem was harmed by somebody practicing ABA mm -hmm. then you know that needs to be dealt with because mm -hmm. they weren't doing it right mm -hmm. but um, we had the benefit of really good ABA and we are two fierce mamas. Mm -hmm. I, I would like to see somebody argue with us about did we know what was happening with our children? Good luck. Because uh, <laughs> you and I knew what was going on with our children and our children were not abused. Um, but we also did it intensively too. Yeah. And there's very little of that happening right now. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Because yes. I tell you, wouldn't it, I, I, today, this is 20 years later, right? Yeah. If it wouldn't have been for that intensive early intervention very precisely tailored to the needs of, of my son I don't think that he would be where he's at right now and you know what the most precious thing is I can look back with satisfaction that every single time that I had a head-on conversation with whomever it was the principal at the school or the relative that is relentless and knows everything and if I wouldn't have had those head-to-head problems with them. I would have been reassured that what I did was right. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Please. Take us to church. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but I but I hope if you're whoever you are and if you're listening to this, I mm -hmm. hope that got to the person that it needed to get to. Yeah. We uh, we invited you for lots of different reasons today, but we have a guest that's going to join us here in just a couple of minutes. Um, we're going to be talking about a new project Visit Anaheim has going on. Um, they are through the process of I want to get my my letters correct here uh, they are now visit Anaheim is certified autism center mm -hmm. and they're working very hard to become for Anaheim to become a certified autism designation we're gonna let uh, our guests tell us a little bit more about how they're doing that and what that means but I just want to say it's pretty important um, and that you're being involved in this, and we're going to key everybody into that. But I'm going to welcome Sue O'Shea, who is the Senior Director of Marketing uh, at Visit Anaheim. Sue leads the branding, marketing, and promotion of Anaheim, the Anaheim Convention Center. Imagine how huge and the things that go through there. Uh, and Orange County is the premier destination for leisure travelers and meetings and convention planners. She has over 20 years of experience in the entertainment resort, tour, and travel and sports industries. If you've never visited Anaheim, there's never been a better time to visit Anaheim because of the work that Sue and her team are doing. Uh, we're going to welcome her. Sue's there on the screen. Good morning, Sue. Good morning. How are you this fine morning? Yeah, I'm I'm well, and thank you for having me today. We're all trying to stay dry. For those of you who don't know, for all of you who have had so much snow on the on, everywhere else in this country, we're, we're like getting out paddles and boats right now in California because it's been raining for days on end, and for us that's unusual. But, Sue, we're thrilled to have you here uh, with Gabby. I want, I want to start by talking about what the what Certified Autism Center means and where you get that that designation from? Well, we joined forces with an organization called IBCCES. They are an organization that um, trains and certifies people in um, autism and sensory needs and um, to educate us on how to best serve our visitor or a convention um, participant. 
uh, with special needs. And we just felt it was really important to participate in this program to make Anaheim and ultimately Orange County a more welcoming place for our visitors that have um, special needs. Um, And so we participated and and we became a certified um, autism certified center um, as an example for the rest of our community in order for us to become a certified autism destination. It's a yeah. lot of lot of words, but it, it it pairs down to something pretty remarkable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know if you want to share. We were talking about before Gabriella about you know our kids and having sensory meltdowns, and mm-hmm. you were saying that uh, there was a, a time and a place where there was a meltdown that was pretty Severe. intensive yeah. for you. Do you want to share? I don't want to put you on the spot. No, but but we had we have there, there's different kinds of meltdowns, and Sue, you probably know, and this is the reason why you're moving forward with this with this initiative, because you you as a parent, and especially as a parent when you have kids that are on the spectrum and kids that are not in the spectrum, your entire decision as a family of where to go and what to do depends on the accommodations that you can find for that specific individual. We're not talking about one person. We're talking about, let's say, me, my siblings, their families, my parents. So we're a whole group of 25 people that are getting together, let's say, for Christmas. And we're making the decision on which destination to choose because one individual, my son, has autism. Absolutely, and that's why one of the many reasons why we chose to participate in this program and, and be the leaders for, for our um, industry, especially in California, um, because not only is it makes good business sense, but I like to say because at the end of the day, it is the right thing to do. To you know, we want to be able to um, assist everyone in their visit to Anaheim, regardless of their needs and abilities. So, so um, it's important to us. And we're excited that we're participating. Well, it's important to us. Uh, you know, and what a wonderful example that you're setting. So visit Anaheim. You guys have already gotten certified, correct? Correct. And so now you're on a push um, to get more of the people that you work with, the partners that you work with, to in Anaheim, businesses and corporations, to also get that certification because when you get a certain number of them is uh, help us to understand that's when you become a certified autism uh, designation, right? Correct. We, we felt strongly um, that we had to set the example. And so um, my philosophy is always we have to crawl, then we walk, and then we run. So that's why Visit Anaheim as an organization first became a certified autism center because we can't ask other people to participate or we can't share our belief that this is the right thing to do unless we walk the talk ourselves. And I'm excited to say the standard is 80% completion. 100% of all of the um, team members that visit Anaheim are certified. It was met with a great amount of enthusiasm, and um, that was especially kind of exciting for me that everyone in our organization embraced it. And because we believe so strongly, we can talk about it with authenticity and enthusiasm to make sure that everybody else understands the importance of this. Um, as a matter of fact, next month, we're rolling the program out to our partners, and um, the president of SeaWorld in San Diego and Sesame Place is actually going to be participating in our panel that Gabby's hosting um, because SeaWorld and Sesame Place are also certified autism centers. And when you have that kind of endorsement and, and the president of 
this organization coming up to talk about the importance, that carries a, a lot of weight. And we hope that it will help people understand that um, this, is, this is really the direction we need to go into. Well, let's talk a little bit about that event. Give us all the details on what's happening. And then, Gabby, Gabby we want to hear about why you got involved in this and what your part's going to be. Well, what we do is we have um, regular connection meetings with our partnerships in the, in the destination, not just in Anaheim, but all of Orange County. And so we decided to dedicate this particular um, uh, meeting and gathering to our uh, autism and sensory needs training and certification um, uh, initiative because it is just that important to us. And so not only are we going to spread the word to, you know, local businesses, also to local DMOs, Destination Marketing Organization, which is what Visit Anaheim is. And in that way, if the other DMOs also embrace it, then we can get Orange County as a, a certified destination, um, certified autistic destination. So um, we, we have um, a lot of work to do, but based in just in our belief alone that we need to do this to provide the best service possible and experience possible, we believe that everyone is going to follow um, follow us and get certified. Amazing. So, but there's an event on the 8th. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us, and where is that being held? Oh, it's going to be at the Great Wolf Lodge in Garden Grove, and, and the Great Wolf Lodge is also a certified destination center. And so that's why we specifically chose that location, because they can... Our guests can come and see it in action, um, all of the uh, trained uh, cast members at the Great Little Lodge. So um, we wanted to showcase as many of our partners as possible that have already participated in the program. Okay, so it's going to be on the 8th, and Gabriella, you're going to be there. Tell us what your role is going to be. Well, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be um, uh, helping moderate a panel. With, uh, with, the, with the guests that we're having, and, um, and, and, and I think that it's my style of moderating panels pretty much responds to whatever we have in whatever whatever the energy is in the room. So this is just one little portion of what they do at, at Visit Anaheim Sue. And the the whole idea is that they're going to be having all this all this event going on. And by the time I step there, I have already had the opportunity to hear other things, to know where they're going, to know the direction that again the energy is going to if they have more questions or if they have more more curiosity or more concerns then you start guiding the, the the conversation in different areas but i think that the value of this is limitless because when you have people that understand how to treat people which is your biggest asset your biggest asset as an organization is your people yeah. and then you have your visitors who are your main concern and your again your biggest asset so how are you going to train these people to to talk to this other group of people that are that have special special requests special um, let's say special ways of doing things I feel that it's that it's priceless Shannon because I tell you and and sue already heard me saying this at another meeting I said I wish I had known about more places that were autism certified destinations when I was dealing with my little one at the airport, at an amusement park, at a store, at a mall. Um, I wish there were more people understanding what this is about, people that would actually be able to help me in a, in a, in a moment where my son is having a meltdown or where my son is having a crisis. 
right? Absolutely. And one of the things that we're doing is that very thing is we're aggregating all of the um, the, the locations in the area that, that um, have these services available and to a web page on our website. So it's it's going to be mostly a one-stop shop for people who have, you know, special needs and, and want to learn, you know, um, how they'll be uh, received when they come to Anaheim. And, it, and that hasn't been done yet, surprisingly. And so we're working feverishly on getting that done um, to educate our visitors. And so, so they know that we'll be very welcoming. Well, Anaheim's pretty cool anyway. Uh, I, I think, you know, as a, as a place, every, I think everybody in the world wants to go to Anaheim at some place, because at some time and place, because it's a pretty amazing place. But for people who don't know or maybe aren't educated as to all the different things that you have there, talk a little bit about the businesses that, that you are aware of, Sue, that you work with, that are already on board or are moving on board, reasons why people should come to Anaheim. Well, well, certainly, you know, um, we chose to get involved with IBCCES, but there's other ways to be um, have your employees and staff members uh, certified and trained. Um, and, um, like, John Wayne Airport has a very extensive program um, to, to manage uh, travelers who have special needs, and we will be certainly working very closely with them. It's important that the first impression of our destination is very warm and welcoming. Uh, the Discovery Science Center is working very hard, um, it, that's in Santa Ana, and to become autistic, autism certified as well as be able to have the right kinds of um, services available on site um, so everyone can get the most out of their visit. Um, Great Wolf Lodge is another um, another example that we'll be showcasing next month um, at our meeting. Um, all of the big hotels, the Marriott chains, the Hilton chains, the Sheraton chains, they, they're all getting involved um, in training their staff members too. And, of course, there's Legoland and Carlsbad and SeaWorld and Sesame Place. While they're not in Orange County, we still work very closely with them, and we want we want to spread the word that they are also ready and willing and able to entertain guests with all kinds of um, uh, all kinds of abilities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing place. Yeah. Anaheim. It's a beautiful yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. With so many things to do, uh, I just I guess because as a mom, um, we've all seen a place in time when you go and and you get made to feel other. Yeah. We've all experienced that. Uh, whether it whether it was a bunch of different things or just your child on the spectrum, right? We've all experienced the disappointment of somebody not welcoming our entire family, mm-hmm. and it's disheartening. And for me, you know, on the, in the times that it happened in our lives, I would go home and I would shut the door, and it would be very hard for me to go back out for a while. I hope that you have all experienced the opposite. A time and a place when you went somewhere and someone showed you kindness and empathy and and instead of pulling back from you and your child, reached out their hands and and, and met you where you were. Not tried to shove something on you <clears throat> that wasn't appropriate, but met you where you were and what that feels like. Yeah. And how much then that makes you want to go mm-hmm. even further out into the world. And... And I, I see something like this happening, Sue, and I just congratulate you because you're setting a tone um, that says, of course, we would want to make everybody welcome. Mm-hmm. Of course, we would want to be educated in how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I see so often, we'll cover stories here on the show and we'll, where someone is nice, where a police officer is nice and helps an individual, where somebody at the airport helps. And, and often the response from the autism community is, that's great. 
but when will it be that we don't have to have news coverage of someone being nice? Yeah, exactly. Right? Opposite. And here, here Anaheim is saying, we're going to make this an everyday, every minute, everywhere you go yeah. experience. It's beautiful, Sue. I just, I just want to hug you all. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I have this question, Sue, for you, because... What, what Shannon just said, it's, it's very true. We, we used to, say, to see exactly the opposite. And then the numbers uh, of people with a, an autism diagnosis started uh, climbing, unfortunately. And, um, and at this point, I think what you just said, of, um, it's the right thing to do, that's one thing. But before, there used to be somebody that was somehow confronted at some point in time with this reality, very close or just nearby, and that's what prompted them to change their mind or change their view. So in your case, as the leader that you are, what happened? Was it, what kind of decision, where did that decision come from? Well, we, we were approached um, by a colleague of mine who um, – operates the Santa Ana Destination Visitor Organization. And she brought that opportunity to all of us. And it it just struck a chord in me. It just made – I um, am not – I don't have a direct relationship with um, with an autistic uh, – a person with autism. But it, it just opened my eyes to the fact that if we are going to be um, – we live next door to the happiest place on earth, right? And, and, if, and if we're going to be an, a, a city and a destination that is welcoming to everybody, we need, we need to do this. I mean, it just opened my eyes. And we talked with the organization we're working with, ICBBES, and, and Meredith Teagan, their executive director, speaks so passionately about it. Um, it I just had an aha moment. And not only is it because it makes good business sense, because clearly, you know, if we have these programs, we'll have an advantage over the others that do not. But it's also good for my coworkers who may be on the spectrum. And it makes our community a gentler, kinder place as well. And so there's just more more to it than just the visitor. And for me as a leader, I I, I just saw the potential. And I I just want to live in a kind world and an accepting world, and I want to make it easier. I want everyone to have an easier time when they come into our environment. So that's just my, my personal belief. Um, and uh, it is it has been embraced by many, and it's something we're really proud of. And uh, we plan to work very hard in um, getting more and more people involved in programs and, and aware of the opportunities. Amazing. You had brought it up earlier, um, Gabby, that um, not only does it help the, the family and the visitors, and you brought up that it could be employees too, but you brought up that it doesn't help with a, uh, creating more awareness for hiring people on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to share with our audience what you were saying about that earlier, Susan? Um, you know, it, it just – we. We just have to understand, you know, um, that everyone has their different ways of approaching things. And um, if, if, if we have 
people on our on our um, staff that that have certain ways of working and, and having certain needs. We want to be able to manage those because everyone has something to contribute, and everyone has their own way of doing things. And we want to be able to to um, accommodate all of that in a way that makes everybody comfortable. And so this this opened our eyes and it, and it opened our our knowledge base. Um, into all the kinds of possibilities there are out there. We want to be very diverse. We want to be very inclusionary. We want to, we want to make sure that everyone has his place in Anaheim, whether it be as a person who delivers um, services or as a person who um, experiences them. Yeah, young adults, right? Young adults are kids getting into the into the workforce. So uh, they yeah. they experience hard times trying to get into, especially the hiring process, because they have. Tremendous talents, right? And sometimes all that they need is a little bit of extra mentoring so that their confidence gets up to speed. And once they get that, they thrive. But sometimes people, and they, many of them, they are like, how are they going to hire me if I have this label of being in the spectrum? And, right. and thank God we're slowly uh, understanding that they have a lot to offer and that they are very good at what they are good at, right? Well, like, unlike everybody else, hello? Yeah. I mean, you're good at what you're good and you can thrive at what you're good at. A absolutely. And, you know, and this awareness makes our workplace just, just you know, more accommodating and kinder. And, um, and more actually, you know, it makes us more successful as well because it makes everyone more productive if, if they're in a situation where they, they can feel comfortable and getting what they need to be successful. And that's what we want. We want everyone to be the best that they can be, whether, you know, um, whatever their skill level is and whatever their expertise is. So, so you've been through this training. Uh, tell us a little bit about, like, how many, how many hours was it? And I, and I also want to know, was there anything that just really surprised you in the training that you went, well, now I didn't know anything about that? Well, yeah, you know, um, the initial training, there, there's different levels of training, but the majority of Visit Anaheim cast members, including myself, we took a, a it's a, it's a two-hour uh, um, virtual training, and then there is a, uh, a test at the end that you have to pass. And I, I think... We're just starting out, and we have a lot to learn. And so I appreciate the expertise that you have here because, you know, we're very cautious. We want to put our, our, our best foot forward, so the language around this. And, you know, sometimes I speak a little hesitancy because I want to make sure I get it right, you know. And, and, um, and so I'm always thinking, you know, what's the best, best way to describe this? But I think for me it, it was the understanding that it's not – I mean, there's different levels, and people experience things differently, and it could be surrounding the food or, or like, the strobe lights or the sound or the music and and how, you know, how we have to really think about these things and be aware in general and provide places for people that they can kind of, you know, I, I want to say cool off and just kind of take a breath um, when they're overstimulated. Um, it, it, it was surprising to me the number of people who have special needs and um, and that it is a it's it it's more prevalent than I ever imagined and that's why from a from a business sense it's like well we have to be able to to really accommodate these people in an authentic way um, not just you know I don't want to pay lip service to it. Um, we learned we learned a lot about um, the small things that you can do um, 
to make somebody more comfortable. And again, if, if, if um, and we look to IBCCES and we look to you guys to kind of advise us on how the best way to move forward too, because we want to put our, our best foot forward. We want to put our foot right, especially as we're starting off this initiative. I, I, it was just, it was just so much, but for me, it was absolutely how do how do describe somebody it's it's not an autistic person it's a person with autism because they're a person first and to me that really that really resonated with me so i don't know about you guys but the part of the issue language is so complicated right Mm -hmm. and my experience is that you were saying it before everybody's Mm -hmm. different and that we have to be flexible and you know I remember when my son was little, we made the choice to talk with him about autism and to talk with him about his autism. And we went through many different phases where we, we called it different things. Um, but my son was raised with that sensibility of, I have autism. Now, I met people that were older on the spectrum who referred to themselves as being anautistic. Mm-hmm. Being autistic mm-hmm. and anautistic, and that those are the words that they like to use. Um, and now we're seeing some of that again. People are like, I don't have autism. It's not a cold. I, I am autistic, or I'm on the autism, autistic spectrum. So I always like to say to people, everybody has different words that yeah. they use, use to describe it, and I try to be Switzerland and say to people, what are the words that you like, <laughs> right? Yes. Because... I don't know anymore, uh, but but I know in my heart um, that these are wonderful people. Yeah. Can I tell you though that the most recent we had Dr. Temple Grandin on the show last week, mm-hmm. and I uh, after the All Ghouls Gala, you were at the mm-hmm. All Ghouls Gala, and she was there, and we were driving to the airport to take her back, and I was in the car with Kobe Bird, who's uh, an actor, uh, who happens to be on the spectrum. And his mom was in the car, too. And we were listening to Kobe and Temple talk. They were just talking freely between them and asking, like, what do you run into and and whatever. And we talked with Dr. Drannon about this last week. Um, And this conversation came up. How do you like to identify what words? And Temple said, excuse me, Dr. Grandin, uh, said, I identify by, (coughs) excuse me, by profession. (coughs) Pardon me. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, what, you know, while a lot of people tend to say, um, I would prefer being, being as you said, uh, Sue, <coughs> being referred as a person with autism, which is also what I personally prefer, is, is uh, not, uh, we were just talking to, uh, at the beginning of the show, is not necessarily what a lot of people say uh, is good for them. But just the mere fact that you are aware of it, yeah. that the people that take the training are aware of that very particular thing, makes things so much easier for everyone, right? Amazing. I so, believe so. Um, it's also important for, for, you know, with my coworkers who, who may or may not be on the, the spectrum. I mean, uh, it just, it, it's, it's important to education and awareness is paramount to any kind of, you know, positive movement. And that's that's what we intend to do. Mm-hmm. We love your sensitivity. I apologize. <clears throat> I still have a tickle. But my point was that everybody has a different way. Yeah. 
But I also am now loving this new idea of profession first. Yeah. When you identify yourself, what words do you use? Uh, um, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, Nora Ephron always said that we all have five words okay. that we use to identify ourselves. Uh -huh. Like, I identify myself as a mom. Uh -huh. That's a big part of my identity. Uh-huh. But I identify myself as someone who hosts a podcast. Correct. Um, and, you know, and I will say I, I identify myself in other ways, too. But when, some, when you're at a party and you introduce yourself and somebody doesn't know you, do you say, I'm a journalist? I do say I'm a journalist. Just I used it just yesterday, yes. We don't say, for instance, um, you know... I, uh, you know, I'm undiagnosed ADHD. We don't say that, yeah, but, right? But what if you don't have a profession? Well, this is the thing. This uh -huh. is the thing that a lot of people on the spectrum uh -huh. have not had. I don't know if you knew jo Joanne Laura, who was a big friend mm -hmm. of mine. And she, in her lifetime, that this was her fight, that peop everyone on the spectrum deserves a seat at the table and that you don't get a seat at the table until you have a J-O-B. Mm -hmm. uh, that a job is everything. Mm -hmm. And, and... So it is important that we employ. Yes. Because that's part of identity. And when you don't have that, what do you have? Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. um, I'm so, a student. I'm a, yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm, a, I'm an intern at such and right. such. Yes. <laughs> I get it. I get it. And you know what? That is so vital because um, <coughs> it gives uh, the people in the spectrum another level of satisfaction and accomplishment, something to look forward to. And at the same time, I don't know if that happened to you, Shannon, but in, in, in our case, my son is now so much more sensible and sensitive to other people in the spectrum, yes. which is beautiful. I see him like going like, oh my God, and then he knows. How to, it's almost like he's putting in practice what he learned as a student himself while he was getting behavior intervention, behavior therapy. Yes, and I want you to hear, Sue, that uh, <clears throat> Amanda Bright has written in, and she says, don't worry about the language. Just the fact that you want to help us is enough. Also, you can't please everyone. Uh, so, you know, I, I think that yes. Amanda always hits it on the head. Mm -hmm. uh, wonderful. Yes, I love what, what Gabby was saying, too. The fact that you are aware of the language uh, is a wonderful thing. I just think it's a sticky wicket. Because, uh, you know, you never, uh, you never know. But so please don't apologize for having hesitancy around it, Sue, because mm -hmm. I still have hesitancy. Yeah. I always find I catch myself and stop and say, well, what words do you use? Yes. To yes. describe yourself. That works very well. That works and very often well. when I, because I'll have guests that are uh, self-advocates. Mm -hmm. um, and if we don't have time before the show starts for me to say, how would you like to be identified? I will say, so what words do you use to describe yourself or your relationship to autism? And a lot of them say, I don't really even talk about that. Mm -hmm. I talk about all the other things. Uh -huh. Right? Oh, there so you go. there we go. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we think it's remarkable what you're doing. Um, and we can't wait to take advantage of it mm -hmm. as guests. So obviously, if I have a business and I'm thinking about where should I hold my convention, I'd be crazy not to want to do it in Anaheim anyway because mm -hmm. you have so many attractions to bring there. This is just one more piece that I can have faith that you're going to take care of all of the people that I'm inviting to my convention, that it's going to be thoughtful. It's a real selling point. Mm -hmm. 
that yes. for me to say I'm having our convention there and they are autism certified. Um, that, that's got to be a real, for all those uh, DEI committees on all those corporations, that's got to be a fairly important uh, designation. But what, uh, if, if I'm a family and I'm coming to Anaheim and I'm like, oh, I want to know more about this, is there a website that they can go to, Sue, where they can see which organizations already are autism friendly? Well, um, we're, we're currently working on that right now because we definitely saw the need. Um, each, you know, like Disney has their own um, uh, website information on, on um, special services. Everyone has their own individual. So does uh, John Wayne uh, Santa Ana Airport. But we want to aggregate all that information into one stop so people can check hotels. They can check certain attractions. They can check restaurants, you know, if there's dietary um, restrictions as well. Um, make it easier for them to plan their vacation in our destination and we hope to be able to uh, to get that finished and launched sometime this spring mm-hmm. what a great project i know i know and the certification itself so how how long does it take for an organization to become uh, autism certified destination actually it's it, didn't take much time at all. It took us um, six weeks only because I gave everyone a six weeks time frame to get their um, classes completed and pass the test. But the, the organization we're working with makes it so seamless and so easy to get it done. And you have to recertify every two years. And so it, it's not one and done. This is, this is going to be something we're going to be invested in um, moving forward because every two years we have to certify um, and um, it's a commitment that we've made. Um, it's, it's very easy. It's, it's, the class is, is presented in such a way that it's interesting and it holds your attention. And um, it's done by some very, very smart people that understand how learning takes place. And so once you take the class, you, it's funny how you retain all that information. You pass the test, you get certified, you get a nifty little certificate that, that um, you can show everybody. And we've included our certification on our email signature, our little um, oh. our, our little seal yeah, that, yeah. that we are a certified uh, autism uh, center. So it's, um, it's quite easy, and I would highly recommend it. Um, because not only will it make you a kinder person, I just, I, it makes me feel good that I participated in it. That's absolutely wonderful. And then how long will it take you, are you anticipating, before you're a destination? The well, um, we, uh, that's one of my major goals for 2024. So um, we are going to kick off next month with, you know, with Gabby's help. She's going to be our host and, and moderate the panel. And we're going to be working toward this um, all year long as we meet with the meet with the individual businesses who express interest. There's a certain threshold we have to hit to earn that designation. And our goal is by, you know, by November, December of this year that we'll hit that designation. I think you will, too. I'll bet you do it early. I'm going to check with you in September, Sue. I feel like in September you're going to have this all locked down. Uh, I'll take that as a challenge. All right. Now, if, if I have a business or a destination in Anaheim, what do I need to do to go to the event at the Great Wolf on the 8th? Um, you can visit um, visit Anaheim.org or, and, and get information there, or you can certainly um, reach out to me um, if, if you are interested. I don't know if you have my contact information, or I can certainly share my email address. 
And we would love to have you to learn more about this organ, this um, initiative and, and how to become certified. There was somebody else's email that we had that we put. It's in the notes for the show. Oh. Wherever you're watching the show, if you go to the, the notes about the show, there is an email in there. And we put your social media links in there as well Perfect. at Visit yeah. Anaheim. Yeah, it's probably um, – my guess is it's probably uh, Nancy Lemus, who is part of the marketing team, who's um, go- doing this initiative with me in lockstep. And um, we'll make sure you get registered. No matter w- no matter where the request comes in, we'll, we'll get it and we'll uh, take care of it. Um, I, and and one, one final question that I wanted to clarify. We've been talking, Sue, about big organizations with hundreds of, of employees. But this is always for medium to small size organizations, right? Well, we, we'd we like to get some of the big ones, too. Yeah. I, I, th- I think one thing I haven't mentioned is that we have a program in Anaheim called the Certified Tourism Ambassador. And they are um, from every single organization in Anaheim, from bus drivers to hotel workers to restaurant workers to Disneyland cast members. And we're going to be certifying all of our CTAs starting next month. And so um, we're already going to have people inside all of the major the major attractions and hotels, as well as smaller ones, already certified through Visit Anaheim. And um, just because they may be a Hilton hotel, it doesn't mean that we're not going to um, approach them and, and uh, ask them to consider to be part of the program. And the Anaheim Convention Center, another goal of ours is to make sure that we get the staff members and the employees at the Anaheim Convention Center certified as well. Oh, that's lovely. That is that's lovely. lovely. Sue, I'm so impressed. You're killing it. Ah, thank you. <laughs> uh, thank you. No, thank you because it's people like you uh, that are going to help us to get as far as we can as quick as we can, right? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have wonderful self-advocates who are advocating, and God bless them. We've got people who love people on the spectrum that are related in some way to them, whether we're parents or significant others, spouses. We're fighting for them, too. But when we have people like you who are smart, who are business people, who are saying this is the right thing to do, that really, really helps. Mm-hmm. So bless you. Thank you. And, and all of those people who are in this with me, it takes a village. I know that's a cliche anymore, but it's very true. All the people who feel just as passionate about it as I do, and we're all together going to move this forward. All right. Well, let's all visit Anaheim. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll see you on the 8th. And okay. thank you, Sue, for this. Thank you so much. Thank you for yeah, having me. Yeah, thank you for making this kind of decisions as a leader. It's yeah, speak, speaks volumes. All right, you have a, a great rest of your rainy day. <laughs> thank you. So that makes all the flowers grow. Uh, all right, we've got just a couple of minutes here left, and I have some program notes. Um, but I also want to say how lovely, and thank you for being here. Okay. I feel uh, overwhelmed with you here because oh. – You've been doing this so much better and so much longer than I have. I feel like the the poor relation. Uh, Uh, It's intimidating, but lovely. Oh, thank you. Which is is wonderful. Uh, I do want to let people know that we're back live tomorrow with Ask Dr. Doreen. Dr. Doreen Grambichet will be here. She will answer your questions from around the world. You can send questions in now. Uh, You can send them directly to me if you would like to. You can send... My email address is shannon at autism-live.com if you'd like to do that. Uh, especially if you have a longer question, you can always send them directly on her website, Ask Dr. Doreen. 
you, there is a place where you can say contact us, and uh, her lovely uh, associate Marina will help connect you to me so that we can answer your questions live here on the show. I also have a programming note that on Wednesday, excuse me, uh, we're going to be joined by Danny Bowman. Oh my God! Isn't she? She's, a, she's amazing. She is delightful and talented. You guys may know Danny. She's been on the show. Uh, since she was 14, every once in a while she stops in with us. But Danny was one of the stars uh, and is, again, one of the stars of uh, Autism Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum. I, yeah. I, I always want to say Autism. <laughs> Love on the Spectrum USA, U.S. Uh, season 2 just came out on Friday. I, of course, bin, binge-watched the entire thing because I can't help myself. Uh, and it made me cry on more than one occasion. Anyway, Danny is going to be with us on Wednesday. So if you have questions, and we should all have questions, let me just say, if you've not watched it, there is a cupcake scene that is not to be missed uh, about, you know, how to kiss using cupcakes seriously. It is not as Danny and one of her dates. It is, I mean, it's already won Emmys. It's Emmy award winning. It's uh -huh. pretty incredible. So we're, I have questions about the cupcake thing. Uh, if you have questions, you're going to want to tune in. Danny also, yeah. it, it, she's much more than that. She's also a talented artist, animator, writer. Uh, has done some incredible things, has her own studio, puts out several films a year, mm -hmm. really remarkable. So um, a real entrepreneur in her own right, mm -hmm. uh, but a very outspoken young woman about wanting to find love. And she teaches she us should. so much. Oh, she, she teaches us so much. Yes. And other people in the spectrum as well, right? Yes. Because they see themselves there and they're like, huh, I can do this too. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great, great show. Yeah. Great yeah. insight. I've, I think there'll be many things that we're talking about on the show. There's, uh, There are some new cast members and some old uh, from season one returning. Uh, love Abby and her boyfriend David. They're back again. <laughs> so that's a really wonderful thing. But there's one new cast member in particular. can't remember what his name is right now. But there's this kind of pivotal moment that a lot of people are talking about where he's being interviewed, being introduced and he's looking into the camera. He's very exuberant and talking. And he says uh, to Kyan, he says, are my, are, my, are my eyebrows okay? Or what my eyebrows, are, are they doing what they're supposed to be doing? Are they okay? And uh, Kyan says, your eyebrows can do whatever they want to be doing. And there's been a lot of discussion about, had somebody said to him, don't do that with your eyebrows, do this. I have a different take on it. I'm sure you have a different take uh -huh. on it because anytime we, you are not this way because you've been on camera so much, but anytime we welcome somebody to the chair on the spectrum, not on the spectrum, they're like, am I sitting? How am I supposed to be sitting? Yes. Am I looking where I'm supposed to be? Are my eyebrows doing what? I think that's a normal thing when you shove a camera in somebody's face. It but is. he is the sweetest, most lovely Oh, my gosh. You just want to eat him with a spoon. See what you just said? It's it's so important because we we perceive things differently when it comes with from somebody that yes. we know is in the spectrum. Yes. And, and, and it's interesting. It's very interesting. And the way that we address this makes a big difference. Yes. But already there was a little bit of a firestorm yeah. on the Internet about, like, yeah. you know, why is he so worried about, are his eyebrows okay? Why can't, people, why can't people on the spectrum just have their eyebrows be the way they're supposed to be? And I'm like, he no, just that's, that's a human yeah. thing. 
you stick a camera in anybody's yes. face who's not used to it, yes. and they are going to ask that. Yeah. I've had people say, you know, are my teeth where they're supposed to be? And it's like, <laughs> you're, yes, your teeth are exactly where they're supposed to be. Yes. And it's okay. Like, yeah. that is Am I smiling too much? Am right. I not smiling too much? Am I right. pointing too much? Am oh. I squinting a lot? Yeah. Uh, I just, I was so in my head this whole time because you're sitting very still. No, am and I, you, no, no, and no, I And I have been moving everywhere and recrossing my legs, and I'm like, oh. I gotta, I gotta learn from Gabby and sit more no, still. I can't. I can't. I can't do it. Anyway, uh, they would like to know if there's a way that they can connect with you. And I want to know if yes. they're like, we haven't really set up an email for you for, or if you even want to do that yes. for Autism Community. Community. We need to set it up. Absolutely. Okay. We need to set it up. Autism Community. I think I already have the handle. I okay. think I already have the address. Okay. Um, we'll do. We'll do that. We'll do that through through you. Okay. Through, through and we'll give you guys more that? news about See? when we're going to launch that, and yes. it'll be really lovely. Really soon. Quite yes. a feather in our cap to have Absolutely. you involved. Uh, well, you're amazing. Ah, thank you, Ms. Shannon. Thank you. It's no, and thank you for pleasure. welcoming us. Thank you for welcoming this event. And I, I hope that everybody, uh, everybody, so even people that are not in Anaheim, even people that are not even in the area understand how important it is to have places that understand how we operate as a community. You know, it's so important. And, and um, if it's a six-week thing, I think everybody can do it. Well, and it wouldn't, wouldn't even take, she gave them six weeks to do it, but it's really only a two-hour thing. Really, everybody could do it. So if right now everybody who's watching said, okay, what's a business that you like to go to that you'd like to be a little bit more user-friendly or that you already feel like is, and this would push them over the edge, is there one company that you could reach out to and say, hey, maybe you should consider doing this? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe you should get, get that could uh, be world changing. Center Autism Certified and, and yeah. Yeah, um, we all have we all have that power. Before we leave, I want to say one more thing. <clears throat> We've been asking all of you to please go to copaa.org and see some of the things that they have going on there. And particularly right now, they're asking for all of us to write to our representatives to ask for full funding for education for people who are special needs. That they're debating right now the budget. And it's important that they make it so easy for you. They'll, you put in your zip code. You, they give you a letter that you can format how you want it or just do it exactly like they do. You push send, and they send it directly to your representatives. I did it last week, and I already heard back from one of my representatives. Oh, that's great. you got to love that, you guys. And we have to speak up because if not, who will? Right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's important. We need to fully fund IDEA. I, I don't know how everybody else IDEA. feels, but mm -hmm. um, that's pretty important to me. All right. We're out of time. All right. But we'll be back tomorrow with Ask Dr. Doreen. Thank you so much for being Shannon, here. Shannon, thank you for your welcome. And absolutely, um, here we are. And wonderful. And thank <laughs> all of you. Right? Y no nos vamos. <laughs> right. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you, too. Bye-bye for now. My gracias. If you found anything helpful in this video, please give us a like. In fact, make sure that you smash that subscribe button on YouTube and give us a like on Facebook. You can also follow us on Twitter and on Instagram for important updates. 
And please download our free podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much. See you next time.